Hi, I am Perry Continente. And I'm Hannah Gatahoon, and you're listening to Beach Weekly, a student-run podcast from the Daily 49er at Long Beach State. Beach Weekly! After 47 years of serving the LGBT community, Club Ripples closed its doors November 31st. The final night was a callback to its more wild past. The two-story bar with three different drink counters was filled to the brim with people dancing, hugging, singing, and the entire night felt like something of a wake, a celebration of life of one of Long Beach's longest-running and most illustrious homes for the LGBT community. Perry Continente, our esteemed podcaster, Beach Weekly host, opinions editor, and news reporter, went to Club Ripples on its last day open to the public. When you were there, what was the general vibe of the public? I know you describe it as a wake. Mm. Was it that sad for the community? There was this happiness, you know, there was this kind of elation, but underneath that there was this kind of deep sadness. The, the reason I describe it as a wake was because it was, you know, it was a fairly wild party, music was going, but everyone I saw had kind of wistful wistful expressions on their faces and we're kind of having the conversations about what this place meant to them you know a lot of people found their homes here when nowhere else would take them in so this is you know this huge piece of long beach history it opened this opened three years after the stonewall riots it was there for the community during the aids crisis this has been a cornerstone of the community and a home and a safe place for so long but there is something that is lost with its uh, closing its doors. It's being replaced by a burger and beer joint. You know, a, a lot of people kind of had mixed feelings about because, you know, this kind of very LGBTQ-centric area is now being replaced by one that is not. You were talking to some patrons of the bar and mm-hmm. someone said, oh, like Long Beach needs another gastropub yeah. or like another burger joint. I helped out with this article. I wasn't allowed in, unfortunately. As a, as a 20 year old, they did not allow me into the club, but I wanted to help with the story because I was like, this is kind of cool. So I looked into the background of um, Club Ripples. So it opened up in 1972, but the owners, um, Larry Hebert and John Garcia, had become involved with Ripples. It used to be called Ripples, and then it became Club Ripples, but they became involved with Ripples around 1974. So they've been there for 45 years. And even before Ripples was Ripples, it served as a safe space for the LGBT community. There was a point in time that a previous owner had tried to rid the space of its LGBT like iconic status and they weren't successful with that and even back then Long Beach we like to think of it as this extremely progressive safe space it's very diverse and there's a lot of LGBTQ community members that live here but even back then in the 70s there were community members that would attack the club and they would send the police out to essentially harass um, LGBTQ members who went to the club. Yeah, I would say, you know, especially back then. And uh, it it was interesting to hear exactly what, you know, like what gay bars represented to 
a lot of the patrons who I spoke to had been going there for 30 years. One of the bartenders started going in the early 90s, and that was like the one place that he felt like he was home. And it is interesting to see, you know, one of those bastions go away. As you said, you know, the city is becoming more and more, and this country is becoming more and more accepting of, uh, of LGBT people. And it's, it's really interesting if you look at, like, statistics about what percentage of people are for gay marriage versus against it in, in like, the 90s versus today. I mean, today there's overwhelming support nationally, person by person. I think it's, it's like it's above 60%. It's above, like, 65% of Americans are in favor of gay marriage being legal versus back in the 90s, I believe it was, it was well under 25%. So, you know, we've come so far in the time that these people have been attending these bars. And uh, I did notice that it was mostly older people at Club Ripples. I might have been the youngest person in there. Um, so it was kind of catering to an older crowd. With this kind of more widespread acceptance, is, is there still a need for specifically like the gay bar as a queer space? I will say the gay bar is not necessarily dying, but there have been other closures there around been. the area. Mm. There was, I believe it was Paradise Bar mm. that also closed in Long Beach. And I guess we can't conclusively say, oh, younger generations of LGBTQ community members don't rely on these spaces anymore. Gay clubs are still pretty big if mm-hmm. you go up to West Hollywood and stuff like that. It's definitely a space that the younger generations utilize more. But maybe there's still a need for spaces, but the mm. type of space... It's less glamorous. It's less glamorous, I will say that. It's not about glamour. It's more about, I guess it's more about, you know, sitting down with your friends, being comfortable, Mm -hmm. getting drinks, kind of like settling into a safe space. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I guess a club scene is a little bit more about glamour. This is, Ripples was a dance club. There were were multiple dance floors. So upstairs especially, it was was very much a club scene. Um, Downstairs, it was interesting to me because the entire place is laid out like it, it, laid out like a house there's like kind of a living room area there's a patio and then upstairs there's the dance floor and that really kind of struck a chord with me because it's like you know there's a lot of talk in the lgbt community about chosen family and especially back in the 70s back in the 90s these there, there were a lot of patrons at this bar who were estranged from their families or couldn't be honest with their families about who they were and so this was a place that with its kind of familial setting kind of was a foster home and some ways for for its patrons and i think that that is well there's still certainly a lot of people who are you know ostracized by their families especially in kind of in kind of more urban areas of california that's not as big that's not as prevalent as it was in the 70s or even the 90s or even the early 2000s so i think that maybe that specifically like kind of second home this kind of you know a place for the chosen family to come together in a bar setting is not as you know is is not as crucial as it was back then not that it's not still crucial for a lot of people but that it's the number of people who fall under that umbrella of it being crucial has uh, diminished and it's interesting because a lot of people who uh who i was there at the bar with they were talking about how it used to just be lgbt people at these bars specifically like it rippled it was just gay men well not just but like that was the vast majority of its clientele whereas when i was there there were there was a heterosexual couple it was much more diverse in terms of like there were lesbians there 
there were transit people there, and that is very different than it was at the beginning. There's a lot of straight women who are attending these bars, and there, there was kind of a mis- mixed response to that mm-hmm. at Ripple. Some people were kind of in favor of it, because ultimately it is these uh, LGBT business owners who are collecting money, and some people were like, this is our space, and it has kind of been intruded upon. The reason a lot of street women will go to these bars is because they feel safer yeah. than like going to like a street bar mm-hmm. where every guy is just like hounding on them. Mm-hmm. You can have a, a better time, I guess, if you're, you know, if you, if you feel safe. Yeah, if you feel safe and if you're around people that you feel comfortable with, which says a lot about like perceptions of the LGBT community, where mm-hmm. it's like. We see gay men as, like, friends, and there's a camaraderie, but there's also the sense of, like, an invasion of space. Seeing that there are patrons who come to the space that are heterosexual kind of shows that, I mean, in comparison to how it was in the 70s, where these straight community members were literally sending out the police to harass the LGBT patrons of the bar and then flipping the coin to now where it's like these people are truly upset that this space is going to be gone. Mm. There's some progress in that. To yeah, see. There's, yeah. More, there's more than a little progress, I think. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. it would be stupid to minimize the current issues that the community faces, but I think at the same time you need to acknowledge just how huge of a turnaround there has been. Club Ripples will be missed by the Long Beach community. Rest in peace. Rip. Rip Ripples. Rip Ripples. This is the last Beach Weekly of the semester. Yep. Join us next semester. Yeah. We're gonna flip a coin to see who goes first, I guess. Yeah. It might be us. It might be Manny or Ralston. But loyal listeners, stay. Because next semester is gonna be so much better, I Mm. promise. Mm -hmm. Stay for next semester. Have a great winter break. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And see you next semester. See you next semester.